Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. I run a shop in Odyssey called Whit's Hand. It's a place of discovery, imagination, and excitement. But don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself on today's Adventures in Odyssey. Miss Kendall, you haven't mopped the kitchen floor. Connie, we're moving the class picnic. Connie, I need you to clean up this paragraph. Connie, can we take it from the top? Connie. 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 Connie, Connie are you awake? If you're like me, you've already figured out that you were born to make a difference, hardwired to change the world. Problem is, it's not always easy to know where to start. I mean, you've got this big dream, but it's a little blurry, out of focus, you know? Maybe you should check out the Focus Institute. The Institute has helped me, in a very real sense, define my calling. Imagine spending a semester in a classroom with other students who care about the same stuff you do. But everything you're learning is completely relevant to your life and the relationships you're forming. I really have been surprised that we all have the deep common goal of Christ. And so I've made friends that I will keep for a lifetime here. The Focus on the Family Institute, a world-class education and a life-changing experience. It may be just what you need to give your dreams focus and to jumpstart your world-changing plans. You can find more information and download the student application form at focusinstitute.org. That's focusinstitute.org. Connie? Connie Kendall? Oh, hi, Pastor. Hey, I really enjoyed your sermon this morning. I noticed on your attendance card last Sunday, you said you'd like to get involved in a ministry. Yeah, I would. Have you heard of the Stretcher Bearers? Mm. It's a new program here at the church where young people visit shut-ins in the sick and take them their medicine or run errands for them. Well, that sounds really nice. Would you like to be part of it? Yeah. Good. But I have to make sure you know what's involved. It's not a huge time commitment, but it does require you to be very dependable. When you're supposed to be there, you need to be there. Think you can handle that? Of course. Are you sure? I mean, there's no hard feelings if you say no. Pastor! Okay, good. All right. Welcome aboard. Why don't you come on back to my office, and I'll give you your assignment. Okay. Good. The place isn't all that busy today. Ms. Kendall, you are tardy. Tardy? What is this, school? No, it's your job. And it's also your responsibility to be on time for it. Don't forget, Mr. Whitaker left me in charge while he's in Chicago. Line up, Eugene. Boy, give you a little power and you become a dictator. I am merely attempting to perform my tasks, one of which is to see that you perform yours. Okay, okay. I'm sorry I was late. Hmm. But I have an excuse I think even you like. I was at the Campbell County College Library. The library? I didn't think you knew where or what it is. Well, I do. And, as a matter of fact, I am now working there. You're working at the library? A proud member of the volunteer force. Well, congratulations, Miss Kendall. Thank you. 
You are in for the thrill of your life. The stately majesty of the bookshelves. The hustle and bustle of the reference desk. The quiet dignity of the research center. All that knowledge at one's fingertips. Pardon me, the library is a very emotional subject for me. So I see. I'm all right now. However, I am a bit concerned. Uh, What of your job here at Wits End? Won't the library interfere? No problem. I only work here in the afternoons. The library's strictly a morning gig. Gig. Uh Uh-huh, so they won't interfere. I don't mean to doubt you, Miss Kendall, but if that's true, then why were you late in coming in today? You know how it is when you first start something. You have to spend a little more time at it. Mm, Perhaps. Well, that's how it is for normal people, Eugene. I don't know about you. There is no need for curtness, Miss Kendall. I'm simply concerned about your time management, as any good supervisor would be. Yeah, well, you don't have to worry. The only other thing I have going is a program at my church. I'm supposed to deliver medicine to a Mrs. Jackson every Tuesday. That doesn't start until a couple of weeks from now. So you actually have three commitments in your schedule? I don't see you cutting back on any of the hundreds of projects you have going. It's not hundreds, it's dozens. And that is entirely beside the point. It's exactly the point. Look, if you can handle a busy schedule, so can I. I have all the time I need to do the things I have to do. In fact, the only thing wasting my time right now is Y-O-U. So if you'll excuse me, I have work to do. Y-O-U? Well, you're doing fine, Connie. You've only been at it for a day, and you've already mastered the Dewey Decimal System. Thanks, Mrs. Thorndike. I think that's enough card sorting for now. Why don't you shelve that cart of books over there? Okay. Let's see. DD113. DDS113. DDS113F. History of dental floss? Exciting. Connie, there you are. Gotta keep it down. This is a library. Sorry. What are you doing here? Looking for you. How'd you know I was here? Eugene told me. Look, I really need your help. I'm directing a variety show put on by the Odyssey Parks and Recreation Department. Oh, that's great, Jack. Yeah, I guess doing all those plays in the little theater at Wits End paid off. Well, what do you need me for? I want you to be in the show. Really? Really? Yeah. We're going to do some of those sketches we've been doing at the church drama program and at Wits End. You're great in those. Well, I wouldn't say great. I mean, I'm okay. Well, you'll help me then? Well... Connie, this is the biggest thing I've done. I'm pretty nervous about it. I need people around I can depend on. What do you say? Mm. Okay, I'm in. Great. Rehearsal start day after tomorrow, 7 p.m., at the community center. Thursday night, 7 p.m. Okay, I'll be there. Sorry. 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 Ah, Miss Kendall, I must venture to Rathbone's Electric Palace to purchase several much-needed replacement parts for the Imagination Station. Could you possibly manage the shop until my return? Got you covered, big guy. Does that mean yes? Yes, Eugene. Go, go! Very well. I shan't be long. Hi, Eugene. Greetings, Mr. Jacobs, and farewell. Uh, right. Hi, Connie. Hi, Mr. Jacobs. And how are you on this fine Wednesday afternoon? Oh, very well, thanks. Um, I don't think Robin or Melanie are here. I know. I didn't come for them. Well, you know, Wit's out of town. I didn't come to see him, either. 
Well, Eugene just took off, so who's left? How about you? Me? You want to talk to me? Why? Didn't I pay my subscription or something? <laughs> no, nothing like that. I was wondering if you'd be interested in doing an article for me. What? I said I was wondering if I... No, no, I heard you. I, I just can't believe it. You sure you want me? Yep. But why? Well, Woodsend is one of the most popular places in town. Maybe the most popular. People like reading about it in the Times. We hear from Wit a lot. And Eugene has been in two or three articles himself. Four, that is counting. <laughs> All right, four. Uh, anyway, I, I want to do something a little different. Hear from some of the unsung heroes of Wit's End. And there's only one unsung hero left. All I do is hand out ice cream and soda, wash dishes, and talk to people. That talking to people is exactly what I want to hear about. Tell me why they come here. What makes this place so popular? How they've been affected by it? How you've been affected by it? But I'm not a writer, Mr. Jacobs. Well, I wouldn't say that. I seem to recall a story you wrote a while back about a play you directed. You read that? Uh-huh. Which showed it to me? I thought it showed a lot of promise. I, I particularly liked the way you drew the parallel between the play and the Bible story of the parable of the sower. Well, that was Witt's idea. But you wrote it, didn't you? Oh, well, yeah. So, how about it? Want to have a go at another one? Did I mention that you'll also be paid? Well, I'd love to. Good. Now, I'll need it within the next two weeks. Is that okay? Yeah, that's a problem. Are you sure? Yeah. So if I say 10 to 12 days, you can do it? Absolutely, Mr. Jacobs. It's a done deal. Great. You know, depending on how the first one goes, I may want to do more with you. Really? Never can tell. Well, listen, i got to get back to the office. If you need anything, just give me a call. If not, I'll hear from you within 10 to 12 days, okay? Okay. Uh, see you, Mr. Jacobs. Bye. Wow, I'm going to be published in the paper. I'm getting to be as popular as wit. Candle residence? Mm, no, no, I'm afraid Connie isn't home from Wits End yet. But I am expecting her in. Hi, Mom! Oh, here she is now. Connie, you have a phone call. Okay, I'm coming. She'll be right with you. Who is it? I didn't get a chance to ask. Here. Thanks, Mom. Hello? Hello, Connie. It's Marsha. Hi, Marsha. What's up? Are you really busy right now? You mean at the moment or in general? In general. Kind of. Why? Well, our Sunday school class picnic is coming up, and we need someone to take charge of it. Oh. Well, I don't know, Marsha. What do you mean, take charge of it? You wouldn't have to do any planning. The whole class will decide what we want at the youth meeting tomorrow night. But after that, you need to carry out all the plans. Make phone calls and arrangements, stuff like that. Will you do it? Well, why me, Marsha? I mean, I'm not even in your class. I know, but we need somebody older to help us, kind of like a sponsor. Well, what about your parents? Well, we sort of told them we wanted to do this by ourselves. Oh, I see. Trying to save face, huh? Yeah. Will you help us, Connie? Well, I don't know, Marsha. You know, everyone in the class thought you were a great choice for the job. They did? Sure, I'll help you out. Great. We'll see you tomorrow night then, okay? Right. Tomorrow night. Bye. Bye. Well, sounds like you've become a sought-after commodity. Yeah. When it rains, it pours. Hmm. You sure you're not taking on a bit too much? Have you been talking to Eugene? No, why? Because you sound like him. He and I had the same discussion you and I are about to have two days ago. 
Well, I don't know what discussion you had with Eugene, but I'm just concerned that you're doing too much. So is Eugene. But like I told him, Mom, you don't have to worry. I have it all figured out. Hmm. You do? Yes. I have a certain amount of time set aside for each project. Mornings are for the library. Afternoons are for Wits End. I'll work on the article for Mr. Jacobs in the early morning. What? What? What article? I didn't tell you about that. Oh, it is really exciting! Mr. Jacobs asked me to write an article about my experience at Wits End for the Times. Really? Yeah, and he said if he liked it, I might even do more. I have all sorts of ideas, Mom. Uh huh. And just when were you planning to work on this? Oh, um, in the early morning, like before breakfast or before I go to the library. Ah, yeah. And what about the class picnic? Well, I'll just work it in when I need to. See, there's no problem. <laughs> Aren't you forgetting something? What? Well, you said you'd be at the youth meeting tomorrow night. So? So? Tomorrow is Thursday. Don't you have a rehearsal for the variety show on Thursday night? Oh, mm, that's right. Yeah, that's right. No, 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 no. It's okay. I've got to figure it out. The youth meeting is at six thirty. Rehearsals at seven. I don't need to stay for the whole youth meeting. Just long enough to get the gist of everything. Then I'll head off to rehearsal. See, no problem. Honey, there is a problem. You're also forgetting about your health and your sleep. My health and my sleep are fine, Mom. I can handle it. It's only a few projects. I've seen you take on a lot more, and you should see Whit and Eugene's schedules. Don't worry. Now I've really got to get going. Okay? Hmm. I don't know about this. What if history repeated itself with you in it? Passages takes stories from Scripture and retells them from a young teen's perspective. This fantasy series, created by Focus on the Family and Tyndale House Publishers, brings biblical ideas to life through a supernatural world. Follow Wit from Adventures in Odyssey as he races to discover the secrets of Maris, a land where two moons light the night sky and visitors from Odyssey discover strange powers. More information on passages is available at witsand.org/passages. comes too early. Oh. Come on, Connie. Get up. 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 Oh. You got work to do. Ah! Oh, too cold. Ah! Oh, ah! Too hot. Too hot. That's how I think of wits and. Now, let's see. Um, Wits and is a, what is it? What is it? It's a, it's a place where, place where what? Um, I work. Wits end is a place where I work. That's dumb, Connie. They know that. Oh. Wits, and is due in three weeks, sir. Thank you. Yes, ma'am? 
Could you tell me where I could find books about the betel plant? Try gardening, section one, row G. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, just these two books, please. Okay. Excuse me, miss, where would I find African elephant books? Um, try animals, section two, row E. And Africa, section three, row A. Thank you. There. Top one is due in three weeks, bottom one in one week. Uh, thanks. Wait, where's my card? Oh, sorry, sometimes I forget. Here you go. Uh, thanks. Pardon me, uh, where would I find the bathroom? Oh, try home improvement, section four, row H. Huh? Oh, you mean you really want the bathroom? Upstairs, down the hall, men on the left, women on the right of passage for my co-worker, Eugene Meltzner. He is a... Miss Kendall. <laughs> Real pain sometimes. Miss Kendall. Look what you made me do, Eugene. I broke the lead in my pencil. Oh, I sympathize with your plight, Miss Kendall, but you don't need a lead pencil to perform your tasks. There are several tables that need cleaning, as I've already pointed out to you three times. I know, Eugene, and I was just going to get to them. Oh, by scrawling in your notebook? Don't be a pest, Eugene, or I won't write anything nice about you in my article. I'll consider it a compliment if you spell my name correctly. Meanwhile, the cluttered tables await, and there's also a sink full of soiled china and other dining implements ready for cleansing at your earliest convenience, which, coincidentally, will just happen to be after you've finished with the tables. Nespa? Boy, how you rattle on. Merely trying to make my small voice heard in the cacophony of your brain, Miss Kendall. Now, please, the tables. Okay, okay. Okay. These are the locations we are thinking of for the class picnic. Wits End, McAllister Park, Mr. Alley's Farm, or the big water slide at Trickle Lake. Where do you think we should have it, Connie? wonder what cacophony means. Connie? Huh, what? Oh, oh, um, what were you saying, Marcia? The location. Where do you think we should have it? What are your choices? I just told them to you. Here, they're on this paper. These are pretty wide choices, Marcia. I know. The boys wanted the water slide and the farm, and the girls wanted the park and what's end. What should we do, Connie? Well, first we should start off with some basics. Um, now, how long do you want the picnic to be? It can be as long as you want it to be, Connie. But I've never written a newspaper article before, Mr. Jacobs. What's normal? All right, let's say 1,500 words. 1,500? 1,200? Can't we say an even thousand? Okay, a thousand. I take it you're having some trouble? No, not trouble, really. I I just don't think what I have to say is very interesting. Sounds like you're trying to second-guess yourself. Just relax. Give yourself some time and... Take it from the top of your speech, Connie. Um, my speech? Yeah, uh, at the top of page five. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking about something else. Uh, okay, page five. <clears throat> I move that we dispense with the reading of the minutes, if that's all right with everyone else. I mean, I mean, we all know what we've done in the past. Okay, okay. Um, I, I want you to come downstage when you say, I mean, I mean, we all know what we've done in the past. Come downstage? Yeah, that's right. And then for the rest of that speech, you pace back and forth. Your character is very nervous. Nervous. Okay, let's, oh. let's do it once more, and this time with lots of... Exhaustion. You've been at this pace for more than a week now, Connie. I've got everything under control, Mom. All I need is... My card was my library card. Didn't you take it? You never returned it. Yeah, and this one isn't mine. Uh, well, oh, well, then this one must be yours. Well, then where's mine? Well, it's got to be here somewhere. Well, there, there it is. Where? In the sink with the other dirty dishes. I'll get to them, Eugene. I'll get to them. And when might that be? From 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock on Saturday at the Riley Farm. You're sure that's where you want the picnic? Yeah, for now. And you're sure that's how long you want it? No, I think it needs to be a little longer, Connie. Longer? 
right now you've only got half a column. And what's all this stuff about a class picnic? Huh? Oh, no. I must have mixed up my notes. I'll get you the right ones. First, we have to find them, right? That's the line, Connie. You keep saying we have to find them first. I don't think I'm going to find them at all. Find what? My notes for the class picnic. I left them... In the wrong book, miss. Miss Kendall, you haven't mopped the kitchen floor. Connie, we're moving the class picnic back up to Trickle Lake. Connie, I need you to clean up this paragraph. Connie, can we take it from the top? Connie. 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 Connie, are you awake? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm up. I'm, I'm fine. I was just resting my eyes for a minute. Connie, how long do you think you can keep this up? Mom, please. I'm doing just fine. People have depended on me, and I've come through for them, okay? I've handled everything. The library, Wits End, Mr. Jacobs, the class picnic, and the variety show. Nothing has fallen through the cracks, so please, no lectures. Okay, no lectures. Well, I actually came in to give you a message. Uh, Mrs. Jackson called where you were out, and she was wondering where you were. <sighs> Mrs. Jackson... I don't know any Mrs. Jackson. Well, she said she was from your church. <sighs> Mrs. Jackson! Oh, no! The stretcher bearers! Mrs. Jackson? It's Connie Kendall from the stretcher bearers. Mrs. Jackson? Oh! Hello, Connie. Uh, Pastor, uh, I was just coming to see Mrs. Jackson, find out what medicine she needs. You're too late, Connie. Too late? You mean she... No, 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 no. Not that kind of too late. Oh. I meant to get her medicine. When you didn't come, she called me, and I went to the store to pick it up. She's inside sleeping. Oh, man. Some stretcher bear I turned out to be, huh? Hey, Connie. It's all right. Mrs. Jackson's going to be fine. I'm so sorry. I've just been so busy. I, I know that's no excuse, but, but all these people have depended on me, and, and I don't want to let them down, but, but this was the first thing I agreed to, and you told me about the need to be dependable, and I blew it big time. It's okay. There's no need to get bent out of shape. Well, it's easy for you to say. You didn't let anybody down. Well, maybe not now, but I sure have in the past. See, I used to take on too many projects, too. I'd be totally unrealistic about how much time it'd take to complete them. And I'd always end up frustrated. And frustrating everyone who worked with me. Sounds familiar. What did you do? I discovered a little secret called the no factor. The no factor? Mm Mm-hmm. Learning how to say no. It's not that easy, Pastor. Oh, I know. It's not easy at all. It means you might miss out on something you really want to do. It also means admitting that you're human, that you can't do everything that comes your way. Yeah, that's it exactly. But isn't it much better to admit that and maybe miss out on those projects than to agree to do everything that comes along and have things end up like they did? Well, yeah. See, Connie, there's nothing wrong with saying no, and the world won't stop turning if you say it. You've got to pick and choose your projects carefully. It's called being a good steward of your time. The no factor, huh? Did you come up with that yourself? Just the title. The concept has been around for a long time. And I think you should apply it right away. Yeah, I think you're right. You can start with a stretcher bear program if you want. I have enough people to cover it. No, no, I think that's one I'd like to keep. But there are a couple of other projects I can apply the no factor to. Thanks, Pastor. You're welcome. Come on, I'll buy you soda. 
<laughs> hey, do you think I can use the no factor the next time my mom asks me to clean my room? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Connie is going to put the no factor to good use. You know, while it's very important to stay busy and do your very best at everything you start, it's also a good idea to realize you can't do everything you might want to do. You have to be wise about your time. That means knowing what to say yes to and what to say no to. Sure, that means you might have to give up or turn down some activities you think might be really fun, but I think it's better to do a few things really well than a lot of things poorly. And besides, you want to make sure you're not so busy doing unimportant things that you miss out on the work God has in store for you. Do you have any tips or ideas on how to make the best use of your time? Write them down and send them to me here in Odyssey. Address your card or letter to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. Hey, and while you're at it, ask about how you can get a copy of today's broadcast called The No Factor. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. And our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.